1: If you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show.
0: show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back once again to Inner Bloom. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. How are you, Ambrosia? I'm doing great.
1: I'm doing really great. How are you today, Alexa?
0: Oh, I am wanting to be doing great. Um, I, I'm not feeling the best today, but I had a great weekend. And yeah. I, just following up on last week's episode, I'm telling you, I just feel like there's something about 2022. It's just kind of all happening. It's just all like, you know, in my yes. favorite my favorite movie, um, Almost Famous, they say that a lot. They go, it's all happening. It's all happening. <laughs> it's like a 70s turn. Like, yeah, it's all happening. Yeah. I just hear that in my head, like it's all happening. It's all happening. It's all happening.
1: That's so. cute. I like that. I like that so much. Me too. How was your weekend? Tell us about your friend date. Oh my gosh, we're all guys. on the edge of our seats. Oh, I forgot.
0: Yeah, I teased that last time. So I you literally did. had people like messaging me on like TikTok, like, "What happened to the friend date?" <laughs> or like TikTok. Yeah. Line. Um, yeah. So it was awesome. I went on two blind friend dates this weekend. One was. With my neighbors, that moving
1: and shaken,
0: yeah, moving and shaking. and it was really cute and really nice to meet them. And it actually, turned out that the mm-hmm. one, the the wife, super super intuitive, super spiritual, and that's exciting. Like we were talking about the spirits we like see in the building. It was really cool. And then I love it. Yeah. And then, uh, remember how I told you that, like, I felt like I met the guy to meet the girl, you know? Yeah, yeah. Then after we had hung out, we were texting the next day, and it came up. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, we were supposed to meet – um, but then the next day, we went to Top Golf with a girl I met off Bumble BFF, her boyfriend that I didn't know, and then his friend and that guy's girlfriend that I didn't know, and it was so fun. You know what it felt like? It did you watch those shows on MTV, Ambi, where it was like the dating show? Remember that show Next, where yeah. it was like, or or I feel like there was one where it was like a group of people all get together and do some activity. You know that MTV would have set up.
1: Mm-hmm. It felt
0: like that. It felt like it's like okay, we're all here to play top. Here we are at Top Golf, like Top Golf branding everywhere, and we're all kind of like mixing it up and getting to know each other, and it was so fun. And like the the extra people who came who weren't supposed to come initially, like I ended up like really vibing with them. And then one of the guys actually was asking me about my podcast, and I was like. Yeah, like, um, and he was like, "I'm gonna listen to it." I was like, "Oh yeah, well, if you're into like some woo woo stuff," he's like, "Oh, I am." And he's like, "Well, I don't know how woo woo this is, but do you know Abraham Hicks?" And I was like, "Excuse me, do I?" And <laughs> "Do I, sir?" Do I'm <laughs> offended by
1: your question.
0: And then the other guy was like, "Do you know a guy named Brandon Bozarth?" And if you guys remember, that was one of our former guests who channeled uh, one of the Esasani beings, um, yeah, you know, like Bashar. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, yeah, I grew up with that guy. So, like, it was just so crazy. And um, and me and the girls are going to go to dinner in a couple weeks. And anyway, I just felt really like, I felt, I was like, I was like, before 2022, I remember I wrote out a thing to the universe. I said, I'm going to have friends in 2022. I am going to have friend group. I'm going to have a friend group. And I'm, this is what they're going to be like. And I just had that feeling this weekend where I was like, I'm doing it. Like, I'm doing it. And it's happening. And it's just, it feels so natural. It feels so good. And, um, and I just feel like my life is full, like, in a way that it never has been. I always feel like one part of my life has kind of been missing. Like, maybe mm-hmm. most of the boxes are checked, but one part is just not there. And I just, right. for the first time, just feel like all the pieces are there, you know? That's so exciting. <sighs> it is exciting. It is exciting. Thanks. How was your
1: weekend? My weekend was a pretty chill weekend. Just like hung out at home.
0: Just lazy weekend. Yeah, rested. It was nice. Well, Um, have you been waking up early by chance? Because turns out I'm not the only one who's been waking up at the crack of dawn.
1: There have been some people in the community that have told me that they've been waking up early. Um, I have been waking up earlier. But that's unrelated to like me voluntarily waking up.
0: Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Well, all I have to say is it's been earlier and early. It went from 5 a.m. to 4 a.m. to 3 a.m. And last night was 2 a.m. And I told Andy, if it gets much earlier, I'm just not going to go to bed. Because (laughs) what's the point?
1: It's still funny. It's still funny. He was like, I'm just never sleeping again. Yep. (laughs)
0: <laughs> or it, it like hits nine o'clock and I'm sitting next to my husband and I'm like, good morning.
1: <laughs> I just woke up yeah, for my day. <laughs> That's the worst. When I was in high school, I had really bad insomnia, like crazy bad insomnia. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was just an idiot kid and I wanted to see how, how long I could go without sleep because I'm an idiot. Yeah. And um, I went like, I think I went like two days without sleep and I fell asleep at a restaurant eating a meal. That's how tired I was. Oh,
0: I used to do stuff like that all the time when I would like to party or I took too much Adderall or something. Oh, my God. And I thought it was cool to, like, stay up and then I die. But this is not – this is the weird thing is it's not insomnia. I can fall asleep really easily. I just wake up and it's like I'm up. This is the morning.
1: Isn't that a form of insomnia, though? Am I wrong? Maybe I'm wrong.
0: I don't know. I'm I feel like insomnia be- yeah. is like you can't get to sleep, like you can't sleep. But who, mm. who the hell knows? I don't know. Who the
1: hell knows? Probably dictionary knows, but I'm too lazy to Google it. Me too. Me too. Fine.
0: Um, all right. So today we are talking about uh, a, a tried and true topic. We, we've done some other episodes on this before, and I think it's a it's a theme that is coming back around. Um, because it it's still
1: valid damage. Very it.
0: much. Very much. Yeah. And it is this theme of putting people on pedestals. Mm-hmm. And I think also specifically the way that we that the spiritual community tends to put people on pedestals in particular. Um, because, you know, I I'm not gonna go into the exact story but in the exact details, but last week had an experience that made me realize that I've had this pattern going on where essentially I have really good experiences with someone. Mm -hmm. I'll get very close to them. I'll feel very connected to them. Um, And then all of a sudden it feels like it kind of turns on a dime and it's suddenly like they're very upset. Or they don't want to talk to me, or they're kind of shunning me, and it's it always throws me for a loop when it happens because I'm always like it like I don't even see it coming. It's confusing, and it's like I get whiplash, and I'm just like, what? Um, And so Ambrosia and I were talking about it, and it was you know I think Ambie you were bringing to my attention kind of this. It's not even just other people. It's also the way that I think we even can tend to put ourselves on pedestals when we're afraid of being judged or afraid of not being enough. It's that idea of trying to appear as more than we are or trying to appear perfect or trying to be some sort of hero or healer. You know what I mean? Like like we mm-hmm. want to be all that someone else wants us to be. Um, Mm -hmm. especially in this, in this line of work where you're helping people move through some tough stuff, you know, and you're, you're dealing with some pretty, um, real emotions that, that can be very challenging and you're dealing with people's identities and, and, and their beliefs and, and challenging those beliefs. And, um, and so I think what was made clear to me is I was able to see this pattern finally of like, oh, like. I think that in many ways, I, two things. One, I haven't been being my full self. Like what I mean by that is I think with regards to some of the work I do, it's like I think I've projected myself to be slightly a version of myself that isn't 100% just raw, who I am, right? There's kind of a bit of a, um, a, a wanting to be more, right? And mm-hmm. so then I eventually will settle into who I really am, right? Because that's that's who I am, and I think that's where this pattern happens, where people are like confused, um, or or they're kind of they think that um, I'm I'm pulling away or something. The point is, I'm I'm not trying and I'm not trying to take all of this on myself because I, I can feel, Ambie, that's what um, Ambie likes to say about me, like, you're putting all this on yourself. I just yeah. am going to say that that is something that this whole experience has made me reflect on is like that it's it's OK to just be a mortal, like it's OK to just be a human. And that's all that I am. That's all that any of us are. And I think on the flip side – like so so that's a lesson I'm learning is like I need to be okay with just being mm-hmm. that and knowing I can still serve and I can still do all the things I wanted to do. It's just I have to accept that I'm, I just am what I am, you know. And on the flip side, I think that there is this trend of in the spiritual community putting other people on pedestals because you have this idea of them that they're somehow um, – flawless or they'll never um they'll never disappoint, disappoint you disappoint you yeah they'll never make a mistake they'll never do a human thing you know yeah, that they're, they're not, not human yeah that they're not human and so yeah what are your thoughts on this Ambie?
1: I mean I agree with you and I dealt with this I'm not gonna go into the details of the matter but because we don't want to get in trouble but I dealt with this like in my own personal life with someone that I really admired and I put on a pedestal. And I know that I have a tendency to put people on pedestals and think like they can do no wrong. They're perfect. I, like I said before, I hyper-focus on like one aspect about that person and they almost become non-human to me. It's almost like, oh my gosh, this person is so perfect and so amazing. And then when I see they're human, I'm very disappointed, right? And then like they're dead to me.
0: But they're I think like in this a sp- cartoon character, like a hero that then, or like a celebrity that then you meet them and it. Yeah,
1: I would like, say it's more like a celebrity, mm-hmm. more like a celebrity. And then I meet them and I'm disappointed. And with this person that I'm thinking about in particular, I said to you before that I was nervous about meeting this person because I knew I was going to be disappointed. Like I, I just knew it, mm-hmm. and I was, and. But I think there's a there's a difference between what actually, like that scenario, because that scenario is more of like, it, it's not just a disappointed because, oh, this person is human. It's disappointed because this person is actually a bad person and it kind of sucks really badly. So, but I also think that that's the danger in the spiritual community, religious communities, cults, things like that, that becomes the danger. Because you idolize people that you think are above you because of, you know, their followers or their persona that you actually don't know them at all. You really don't know these people. And then, you know, people put themselves, especially in the spiritual community, when you talk about festivals or retreats or things like that, they put themselves in these dangerous situations because they trust this person that they really don't know. And that's how shit happens. I digress. Point is, <laughs> um, I think that's why it's so important to have discernment because everybody is human, right? Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody in everybody's
0: everybody life. Makes mistakes. Everyone has those days. Is it's been that a real song? song? It's a Hannah Montana song. That's a Hannah Montana song? Okay. All right. Go ahead.
1: Um, <laughs> But... I, I agree with that, but I also think that like it's interesting to me to think that in in someone's story, thinking of someone very specific, I am that person's villain in their story, hundred mm-hmm. percent, hands down. I am their villain, right? And in another person's story, I'm a hero, mm-hmm. right? And so that is true for every other human being walking around on planet Earth is in one person's story, you are their hero and another you are their villain. And so it's really important to understand that when you see anybody else to try to not put them on a pedestal or if you have the wherewithal to understand, like, oh, I'm starting to do it again. And then if you have people around you that actually give a fuck and say, hey, you're putting me on a pedestal. This isn't fair to me because I'm going to disappoint you. Mm -hmm. Right. I think that's important as well. I've had a couple of people do that to me in my life where I'll just. I don't know if it's the look I give them, I think it is, or it's the way that I treat them. But they're like, you're putting me on an unrealistic trajectory. You're putting me in an unrealistic um, pedestal because I'm not going to be able to maintain this. Right. Like you're not looking at me correctly. And I think the other thing that I do personally that I know a lot of other people do that have reached out is that I can only look at the bad aspects of someone as well. And I don't even give them an opportunity. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Why do you think that we as humans kind of tend to do this uh, pedestal thing? Like what it, what, what does that do for us? It.
1: <laughs> so I think for me, um, I think for me personally, the reason that I do the pedestal thing is because I will see something in someone that I admire and that I would like that characteristic in me, right? Mm -hmm. So for example, when I see someone that is expressing themselves physically or that is expressing themselves, um, yeah, it's more physical in a way that they are fearless. They really don't care what other people think. They're just their authentic self. I have been so afraid to do that for such a long time that to me, that's like a really admirable quality. And really, I really admire that. And so I'll ignore all of the other aspects about that person that like, I really don't align with and just hyper-focus on this one aspect of this person that I admire, that I, I want to relate to, you know what I mean? So, um, Lila is another good example of this, and I've told her this this is why I'm sharing this, but I really admire the way of, of how fearless she is and how unapologetic she is around business and making money, right? And I love that aspect of her. And for a really long time, I wanted to be like that. And so to me, in my head, I remember... Thinking like what kind of car she drives and what her house must look like and all of this, which was completely unrealistic to her actual life. Right. And she was the, one of the people in my life that called me out and was like, you're putting me on a pedestal like this, this isn't fair to me. And it's not. So it's, it's those um, moments in your life where if someone doesn't kind of tell you what's going on, you're not going to be able to see the pattern that happens.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because as you were describing, well, two things came to mind. One was, um, for me, like I, like I said, the pattern that I've just noticed has been happening. I think that's, I think it's happened a very for a very long time. I just only started to really notice it like recently because um, mm-hmm. it's it's manifested in like dramatic fashion, um, but. It's interesting because as you're talking about kind of how you put people on pedestals, I was thinking about like <laughs> the reason I've probably never stopped someone from putting me on a pedestal is because I it plays directly into something that always motivates me, which is like validation and like mm-hmm. you're doing you're doing such a good job like like that verbal like it makes me think of being a kid and my parents being like you're the so smart praise. you're so this you're so mm-hmm. that and me wanting to continue to prove that right right which is where i think that this yeah. comes from i think that that is where i think perfectionism comes from because you never you never want to disappoint You'll never try anything or do anything that you think is not going to turn out perfect because then you will be disproving the thing that you think makes people love you, right? So they, yeah. there was like some study that showed that, you know, if you tell kids, oh, you're so smart, you're so smart, you're so smart, they'll be way less likely to take chances when they don't know an answer or they don't know how to do something. Um, because they don't want to disprove what you've said about them rather than when you tell a kid like, wow, you're so adventurous, you're so creative, you're so brave, you're so – like other words that are just different from like smart and like knowing everything, right? Oh, fuck. Oh, it's fine. I'll be fine. <laughs> it's all
1: right. <laughs> Maybe well, in so- the next life I'll get it right. Who knows?
0: <laughs> so anyway um, – I think that you know, for me, it kind of makes sense why like it's taken me so long to kind of see this or interrupt this pattern because it really feeds into what I think makes people love me, right? And I think mm-hmm. that's why for me this is all coming up right now because I'm breaking that idea down right now. I'm bra- I'm dismantling this idea that that is why people love me, and I'm, I'm implementing the idea that no, I just get to be me and do do things how I do them and yeah. be loved and respected for it. I don't have to pretend to be or or like puff myself up mm-hmm. to be something that I – an exaggerated version of what I am, right? That's, that's kind of what I'm trying to say.
1: It's interesting because I actually get kind of triggered when people treat me like that. Um, not like, you know, I get angry or anything like that, but I get uncomfortable. I get very uncomfortable. It's different if we're in a group of people, we're going to a retreat or we are doing a live event and everybody's like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm meeting you. And I'm like, "I know it's me. And, and I, was like, like, I, I was like, you, I you love like that being
0: the center of attention. No,
1: I love being the center of attention. I love that shit. I love that feeling. Tell me how awesome I am, please. <laughs> but... When I'm working with someone one-on-one or when I'm giving someone a reading or if it's just if I'm meeting someone in real life and it's just the two of us and they're, it's a look they give me, it's like I'm not a real person and they're just kind of in awe, I get a little weirded out. I'm kind of like, whoa, what are we, what are we doing here? <laughs> so I'll do something kind of weird, like I might fart or I might like... <laughs> make, like, a weird sex joke. Like, I might do something socially completely inappropriate to show them, like, hey, just a regular person, yeah. just a human, <laughs> like, let's let's all have a fun laugh about it Yeah, because it breaks the ice and it kind of puts me, it makes me more comfortable because now I'm, like, showing you that I'm human and that I'm real and that, like, I cry too and, you know, yeah. I have bad days and I make mistakes and tell people to fuck off when I should be nice. So, like... Yeah. You know, yeah. different well,
0: things like that. Well, I think that's so awesome that you, like, because it's so funny because as you're talking about doing something human, I'm like, oh, God, that seems so, vo- like, I don't, I, I would want to explain what I'm doing so they know that I'm not just, like, weird. You know what Oh, this? no. I'm but okay that's, with people thinking you know, I'm weird. That's, <sighs> well, no, I know. And that's the whole point is that the weirdness is that you're just human. Like, mm-hmm. again, it goes back to the whole thing of, like, oh, well, I want them to know that I'm, I, I am perfect I'm just doing this imperfect thing just so they think I'm in it it, it goes back to this whole ideology and
1: just like when we did the live event in Charleston and I made the sex joke and you were so embarrassed and I was (laughs) you don't remember what I said yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) and you were like you know you said I forget but I corrected you and I was like that is not what I said what I said is I would yeah. sit on their face and everybody died <laughs> laughing, and you were just mortified. You were just like, "Oh my god!" And I'm
0: like, "We're but all that's grown kind up." Of the, that's kind of the role I play with you.
1: you yeah, is the you very go over like
0: the top, guarantee. and I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's
1: good because that's our like that's our human dynamic. That's our that's how we are as human beings. You know?
0: Yeah.
1: And I like that, and I like the idea of when we go to a retreat. And people meet me and they're like, I am so glad that you are who you are on the podcast in real life. Yeah. Because it's exhausting to try to be somebody else. I don't I don't want to try to be anybody else. I mean, do I like every single aspect about myself? No. But do I want to try to be somebody else? No, because that's too fucking tiring. And I just don't have the energy for it. So this is what you get.
0: Well, that's exactly, I think, what this is all about, right? Is like. Yeah. I feel did I say this on the other podcast, but I feel like 2022 is like anything that is in any way draining your energy is done. Like it will not mm-hmm. stay. It cannot stand like it, it yeah. is going to be it is going to be dissolved. It will be moved away. It, it just it and it will seem so confusing or like out of the blue, but it's just like 20, I just keep hearing like 2022 isn't playing. It's not playing. It's like, but it's also so good. It's for the best reason, which is like, no, we literally just cannot waste our energy on things that do not serve us anymore. Like we've been hearing this for years. We've talked about this for ever since we started this podcast. What doesn't serve? We have to let it go. It's not for our highest good. 2022 to me feels like Put, you're putting your money where your mouth is. It's not even you're putting your money where your mouth is. It's like the time for practice is done and mm-hmm. you're either, you've you got, you have to get on board at this point.
1: Yeah. Um, well, the ARC9 said that if you don't start making, like in 2021, if you don't start making moves towards your goal, 2022 is going to be extremely uncomfortable for you. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. I have gotten my shit together. As much as I can in 2021, and I am moving towards that because I do not want an uncomfortable year. I'm. I I'm just gonna be good.
0: I I feel like you really are though. I feel like we both are yeah. in our own yeah. ways, you know. Yeah. Like,
1: we've done a lot of growth and a lot of different things, and um, personally, I'm just trying to have like a nice year. That's all I would like.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah, University I mean- nice. Me too. Like, I'm really trying to just kind of enjoy, like have mm-hmm. fun, like enjoy my life, like live the life that I want to live. And, you know, I think that – um, and, you know, this whole week, this whole past week, this I, – I think I said this on the other podcast, sorry, but I'm going to say it again because I just feel like it's so relevant. It's this idea of like – If you're not vulnerable, there will be a lot less pain, but also a lot less love, right? And I think so many of us in the past have tried to protect ourselves from doing anything that's too vulnerable because we don't want to get hurt, right? We've been hurt in the past. It feels scary. And the truth is that um, I think what we most deeply want more than not being hurt is to have an incredible like and have an incredible depth of life and feeling Mm. in our life but i think we've been programmed to believe what we really want most is to not be hurt so we basically settle for this fraction of depth like we settle for like almost nothing like numbness basically Mm -hmm. because we're like well i'm not getting hurt so i'm happy but it's it's like this year is kind of about realizing, dude, it's better to put yourself in a vulnerable situation. You will be happier in the long run to be vulnerable and open rather than closed off and never have the chance to feel anything. And, you know, looking at myself with regards to that quote, it's like um, I think I I think about that when I think about me getting on Bumble BFF, like I was really nervous to do that. I kind of thought, oh, like, yeah, I'll do that. But then I like didn't. And then One day it's like, dude, just put yourself out there. Like, just fucking get out there. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it could suck. It could be awkward. But you know what? It could be awesome. It could be awesome. It could be both things. And it's turned out to be awesome. Like, like more awesome than I ever could have conceived. And so, (sighs) we can do hard things. That's the other quote that's coming to mind. (laughs)
1: We're stealing it. Um I agree with that. I think that, but I, I agree with it, but I want to elaborate on it a little bit because I feel like a lot of people, if you think about there's some people that want to think about spirituality in a very logical, tangible way. So let's think about it in that way for a second. Our brain and our body is designed to keep us alive, right? Um, we sense danger. We recognize patterns as human beings. We are able to sense that if something hurts us, we should stay away from it. And I think everybody, well, most people have probably been in, let's talk about relationships, love life, have been in relationships where they look back at a toxic relationship or a relationship that maybe wasn't great for them, and they say, shit, I should have seen the red flags. I should have known that that was going to happen, right? And so they're more apprehensive when they go into a new relationship. They're more scared. They don't want to get hurt. You don't open up as easily um, because it's scary. But in that same regard, you're supposed to recognize patterns. That's what your brain is designed to do. Your brain is designed to avoid pain because in our brain, pain equals death, right? And when you go through a divorce or when you go through a breakup, it your brain acts the same way as if you are going through a death, as if you are experiencing the death of that person. And so it's incredibly painful because it is a loss. So I think that we do need to be easier on ourselves and not just i'm scared for no reason you are scared you're scared for a very valid understandable reason but when you settle for happiness when you say well i'm 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 kind of happy so maybe i should just stay where i am because the idea of being alone or the idea of what if I go on this friend date and I make an ass out of myself would be worse than just staying where you are. Right. Mm -hmm. We don't think about, like you're saying the possibilities of what if I'm actually happy, Mm -hmm. you know, like what if I go on this friend date and it's way better than I think it could be. What if I go for this job and I get the job? What if I leave the marriage that I'm not happy in and I meet the love of my life? Like there are all of these possibilities that our brain can't fathom because our brains are designed to keep us alive. So we go to the worst possible scenario. So it's a constant, continuous act of looking at that fear and saying, I appreciate that you're here, but what if it's better than I think? And sometimes you need a fucking friend to (laughs) point that out to you instead of your own damn brain.
0: Mm. Amen. Woohoo! I love that. I, Mm -hmm. I 100% agree. Um, and I think that, um, I think that like something that's like the undercurrent of what you're saying too is, or maybe it's not, but I'm just adding it in, is like that. Even though our brain tells us we're going to die, it, like you said, it doesn't. We're going to be okay. We're built yeah. to survive. Yeah. And I think that we have to start telling ourselves, like I just said, we can do hard things. We can survive hard emotions. We can survive. It's okay to feel them. It's okay to go through stuff. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But we will come out the other side. Like we are resilient, you know? Yeah. I think we've kind of had this like learned helplessness in certain ways in 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 our society of just kind of like this idea that we can't get back up or this idea that like our time is done or this idea that like if some if one bad thing happens, you're done. It's like that's the mm-hmm. farthest thing from the truth. You can reinvent yourself every single day. And in fact, some of those bad things that happen, a lot of those bad things that happen are the things that allow you to reinvent yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's like this is the year to really lean in and say, what if I can? What if What if, what if, like what if positive thing, not what if negative thing. And take Mm -hmm. the leap or get some support to take the leap because you know what I've learned too through my Bumble BFF thing is that like I think I thought for so long, oh, I'm like the only one who feels like they don't really have a lot of in-person friends. Like I have one, you know, here and there, but I'm like the only one. Like not a lot of other people are, they're not like me. They're not trying to make friends. Like everyone's already set. I had that belief in my head. Now I'm like, oh my God, there's so many people just like me who are, they, they're intentionally wanting this. They want this. They're going through the same thing and they're putting themselves out there. And mm-hmm. I think the thing is that everybody in their life right now is really pushing themselves to explore things that make them happy. And knowing that we can all be in community together in different ways to support each other in finding our happiness, you know? And so I just say that to say whatever your thing is, whether it's friends or relationship or money or wh- whatever it is, you're not alone at all. Um, I promise. Um, and and also, I, I I hope that it go like coming back to our topic that we started with. I hope it. I hope that this podcast like serves. I, I hope I don't even have to say this, but I'm going to. Because I feel like this podcast serves as evidence to this. But, like, please, like, please don't put us on pedestals. Like, me Don't and- listen
1: to her. Put me on a pedestal. Okay?
0: <laughs> well, I, I feel, like, be I feel like I shouldn't
1: even have I do say this. I, <laughs> I don't even want you to look in my direction when I meet you in real life. Don't even look at me. Okay? Peasants.
0: No, I'm joking. Peasants. I'm <laughs> Since all of you.
1: Um, No, but I. My listens drop. Everybody cancels me. (laughs) That bitch. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking.
0: I just feel like it's like I shouldn't have to say it because I feel like our podcast episodes literally show us being so human. You know what I mean? And so, like, not. But I think it still probably happens. And I still probably do it to people I listen to, even though they show me they're human. And I just, I guess it's like. Let's just realize. Let's. This comes back to empathy and compassion too. Let's realize that we are all at the core, no matter who we are, how famous we are, how not famous we are, how what what we do, what our job it, it doesn't matter. Like literally, we're just human, and that means mm-hmm. to have empathy and compassion for every human and realize yeah. we're all kind of going through just some version of the same experience, just in our own way. Um, and that everybody just wants to be treated as a human at the end of the day, you know. And you if, know what? I go ahead, go ahead, finish. No, no. I just to finish that. I was gonna say. And on the flip side, you know, like if allow yourself to show that you're human as well. Allow yourself to be imperfect. I think that's what the world needs now more than anything, really. Yeah, <laughs> go it's ahead. imperfection. Yeah,
1: I think that you can you can look at. Um, famous air quote people on TikTok and kind of follow before they were well known and ha- now that they have like millions of followers you can see their voice change or you can hear their voice change you can see their mannerisms change you can see their posture change it's it's actually really disheartening how people kind of change once they get a little bit of notoriety and I remember, not going to name names, but I remember we have had a few pretty big people on the podcast. Nobody like Rain Wilson, not yet. Anyway, (laughs) and um, I remember before we will record, they'll talk like this and they'll be really sweet. And then like they are really soft and like spiritual sounding. And then once we start to talk to them, you can hear their real voice come out. Mm -hmm. And they laugh and they like they change and they show us who they actually are. Mm -hmm. But then if you look at them on Instagram, they're a different person. So it's just like it's just that little bit of watch for those subtleties in people watch for that. You're not quite if you talk like this all the time and you're super spiritual and you're just talking about everything that's happy, like maybe, maybe we need to work on that. Maybe for 2022, we're working on being more authentic. You know?
0: I think everybody is working on, I think everybody should be working on that. That's what
1: I'm working on. I think everybody, I think everybody should be too, because my authenticity is, I'm kind of an asshole. And if you don't know that by now, like, (laughs) It's a tough one. That's a tough reality. I've had people be shocked that I was an asshole. And I'm like, you're yeah. really surprised? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Huh. Oh. Hmm. Sorry. What
0: is I ripped that
1: pedestal I off you.
0: I just had a- You're not um, an asshole. I'm the Oh, asshole. no, I, I didn't say I was. I was just wondering okay. like, what my authentic- I had a conversation with my social media manager today. I said, hey, I know that you've, you've put painstaking hours into basically <laughs> curating my- Instagram feed to look this specific way that I said I wanted. And you told her you wanted yeah. last year. I remember that. Yep. Yeah. And I was like, however, <laughs> I've come to this realization. <laughs> I would like to change and it. She's am- and she's amazing. Shout out to Hannah. She is literally amazing. She's so great and so sweet and so receptive and so goes with the flow. Um, But I told her today, I was like, you know, I just want to get back to me. I just feel like with all the stuff that's happened last week, I just feel like it opened my eyes to all different parts of my life and how I'm not being authentic, like how I'm projecting the way that I think I should be versus how I actually am and want to be. And just the the idea that I don't, it, it it's become so apparent to me that in certain ways, I don't feel, I don't feel fully expressed. I don't, feel fully expressed because I don't think I've told, I don't think I've believed it was okay to be expressed in that way. I was kind of mm-hmm. trying to assume the persona of what I thought I should be. And now yeah. I'm just like, I'm done with that. I have no energy for that. And I just have to be, I have to project who I am. I have to share who I am and I have to, and that means being imperfect. That means, you know, not being so serious not being so professional not being so like being more fun and silly and carefree because that's who i am you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm not the like super organized like crazy i'm just i'm the like in the moment person go with the flow and i need to really represent myself as such because that that makes me happy to like have people understand that about me you know and I i
1: think it's okay that we change as people too You know, because I don't have the same views that I had five years ago. I don't have the same views that I had maybe last week. And that's okay too, because we're growing and evolving as human beings. So I think we need to understand as as a culture, as a society, we need to understand that people grow and evolve and change their opinions about things. Um, But I think we also need to understand that for ourselves as well. Because I know that in the past, I've been like, well, this is my opinion and this is how it is and I'm not going to change it. And that's unrealistic, too, because we're learning and evolving every day. So we need to be nicer to ourselves, but also maybe not be dicks to each other
0: either. Indeed. Powerfully said. Um, Should we do some announcements before we sign off? I
1: believe we should, yeah.
0: Uh, awesome. So we are getting so, 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 so excited um, for our upcoming 12-week intuitive course. You're not crazy. You're intuitive. Um, we had a bunch more people sign up this past week. And we're like really, really getting pumped because, again, we're getting back into that. I think it's that feeling like you said, Ambie, where it's the feeling we get when we're about to go to over. A- oh, can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, it said my internet was unstable. Um, It's that feeling we get when we're about to go to a retreat um, and we know we're going to get to be with like other magical people and that we're all going to bounce off each other's magic and intuition and there's going to be expansion but also play and connection Mm -hmm. and – I think it's just, it's so, so, so amazing when somebody discovers their intuitive ability and realizes it's been with them all along. I think that's like one of my favorite things to witness with friends or clients uh, or this community. So um, we, spots are limited. Um, we're starting in just a few weeks on Mondays. So if this is something that you're interested in being a part of, Make sure that you uh, either reach out to us or you enroll. Um, you can pay at the link in our bio or um, on our website.
1: And we have payment plans available, guys. So yep. check it
0: out. Super yep. exciting stuff. Super exciting. Um And what else? Oh, if you would like to talk to the ARC-9, um, those are the Arcturians that Ambrosia channels, we are going to be doing our conversations with ARC-9 um, at the end of the month, um, the last Friday of the month, and um, that is for our patrons. So if you're a patron at the $20 level or above, you get to participate in this live Zoom call. And, um, Ambrosia here goes into state and brings through the ARC9 and I ask them your guys' questions. And it's always a really fun conversation. You also get to watch all the former, uh, combos with ARC9 we've ever done. And I mean, that goes back like a few years now, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, Almost four years now. Yeah. So it's all on our Patreon. Um, that is also linked in our show notes, patreon.com slash podcast. Um, and anything else in that you want to shout out?
1: Yes. And the other thing is we are going to be hopefully going on tour, uh, with the arc nine, um, think of like Abraham Hicks style, but smaller. Um, so if you would like us to come to your city, shoot us an email, let us know where we should go. Let us know, um, you know, if you'd be interested in that, all of that. So it's um, a nice way to, you know, meet us in real life, hang out with us. We went to Charleston, South Carolina last year and we had so much fun. I
0: love that trip. That was so fun.
1: We recorded the podcast live. We did combos with Arc 9 live and then we all went out to dinner. Um, you know, everybody paid for themselves. But it was a really, <laughs> it was a really good time because it was like podcasty stuff and then also like, you know, just hanging out with everybody and meeting everybody. So it was really, it was really great. And we definitely want to do more of that this year um when it's a warmer and a little bit more safe to travel. Yeah. So please shoot us an email, innerbloom podcast at gmail.com, and let us know if you would like us to come to your city where you're located, all of the good stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: And even better, if you know somewhere that we should host it. Hopefully. Oh, yeah. If you have a friend that has like a crystal
1: store, or a bookstore, or like, you know, an amphitheater, let us know.
0: That's a bold <laughs> move, it. huh? I know that we're definitely going to go to Christina, who owns the studio in Alabama. She's already said she wants she and it can hold exactly as the amount of people that ARC9 said. So, yes. All right, Alabama's our first stop. stop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, Arc Nine said we're starting in the north and then we're going down to the south and then we're going to the west. Okay. So, I think I think more so like Virginia or even somewhere near me should be our first stop, but I'm actually leaning way Exciting. more towards Virginia because there's way more spiritual people there. There is a lot of spiritual people here. Yeah. Anyway, all right, guys. Well, uh, we love you. Thanks for being here. And until next time, keep on blooming. Bye, everybody. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Inner Bloom Podcast.